0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. You got a week before Christmas. I hope you're getting ready and uh, the market. So I'm afraid Grinch is going to steal Christmas and uh, the Santa Claus rally anyway. As we look at where we are today, yesterday was not a good day. Again, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us up next. Before we do, though, let's not forget that there is a lot of things in this world that you and I, we just cannot control. But when it comes to investing and it comes to your portfolio, you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio, but you need to know how much risk you have and how much risk you need to have to see if you have too much or not enough. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through a core retirement design. That, we've got Dave coming up next.
1: I have Carlos David Santana there along with Rob Thomas. It's morning day. We're at 841 here. Time to check in on your money. And after a poopy day yesterday, we got close to a perfect storm for another poopy day today. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services and see if he's been tempted to jump out the window yet. <laughs> Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, doing uh doing okay today. You know, it is uh a week before Christmas weekend, so uh, you know, I, I think I got most of my shopping done. So, so I'm, I'm good there. I just have to wrap some presents.
1: Okay, I've got. <laughs> I will admit that I had a whole lot of stuff shipped already up to my uh, northern relatives. A whole lot of them got Florida fruit baskets this year. I, I'm assuming none of them are streaming right now and are spoiling the Christmas surprise. But I'm almost done myself too. Well, yesterday was kind of El Stinko, wasn't it? We ended up down 764 points on the Dow, an even hundred on the S and P, and 360 points down on the Nasdaq. Nasdaq won the race. We lost three and a quarter percent on the uh, tech-heavy Nasdaq exchange all in one day. And I'm looking at so many red numbers this morning. Uh, I'd really have to put on dark rose-colored glasses to feel good about today. How about you?
0: You know, it is. It is. I'm going to just say this. You know, I thought we had a Santa Claus rally going until, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Fed there decided to be Grinch, and and he's kind (laughs) of taking the Santa Claus rally right away.
1: Boy, did they Grinch out on us. Yeah, the market was profoundly unimpressed, not necessarily by the half percent interest rate hike but they were particularly unimpressed by what all the analysts were saying the interest rate hike was going to mean. And one of my uh, tip sheets came out with a listing of junk as to uh, what's happened after we've had an inflation-busting challenge ahead of us. Well, the uh, three times we had to go down from something close to double-digit inflation were, by coincidence, 1948, which was the post-World War II recession, 1974. 374, that was the year we had the recession that cost me my scholarship to Yale and made me go to a state school. So I remember that one vividly well. And then the legendary 1981 Volcker recession, all of which we fought big inflation, raised the interest rates through the roof. And uh, anybody that doesn't remember any of those recessions, I'll just take it on faith that it was really El Stinko. So if anybody thinks that we're going to come out of this thing with a soft landing, Maybe they need to worry about what they're smoking in their off hours, right?
0: Well, I think, I I mean, I I just feel like at this point, because the interest rates, the hikes are really just barely starting to make an impact right now, uh, that we have a lot further to go. And I just have to, I I just feel that that we're going to see a a major decline. um, And and I, I don't know how we can avert uh going into a recession at this point given what i see right now
1: oh, i mean we got enough of the pipeline in order to cause that and they volcker Volker. i'm sorry i'm getting him confused with another guy uh paulson was saying the other day at his uh, at his press conference that uh, job ain't done yet we're going to keep whacking you guys with two by fours until the until the inflation rates down to two percent and we still got quite a ways to go on that so we've got investors in a foul humor. Then we start putting overnight events on. The Dow futures fell by like 400 points about 2 a.m., And the only thing I could think of that caused it was, number one, the Russians started bombing the crud out of Kiev again, the worst thing they've done to Kiev since the beginning of the conflict up there. The United Kingdom released their retail trade figures for November, and they were even worse than ours. They expected growth, and they got a lot of shrinkage on that. And then the Senate managed to uh, solve our uh, debt ceiling problem by extending it one lousy week, which always impresses the crud out of Wall Street. And then we start out this morning, and you were telling me, I didn't notice this earlier. We've got, what, a quadruple or a triple witching hour and a bunch of futures coming up today, too?
0: Quad. There's a quad witching hour this Friday, oh. so today. So that's adding even more pressure to, uh, to the markets.
1: Because if you've if you, if you, if you got futures expiring, you're probably betting on the soft side, which is going to sell the market down as well.
0: But yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we continue. And this is the second biggest one ever. Um, in terms of volume that's out there right now. So, you know, it's going to definitely have an impact on on what's happening in the futures and what happens in the market today.
1: So we put the whole mess together and it's real hard to be optimistic today, especially looking at the pre-market red ink before any of those options end up getting settled up, which will probably put some downward pressure on us today as well. Is there any good news out there from the companies that are earning? I understand Darden, our friends from Olive Garden, had a pretty good quarter.
0: They did. Olive Garden had a better than expected profit. I think they made 10 or 11 cents a share uh, earnings uh, or or better than expected by that amount. Revenue top forecast. Um, I I guess the big thing to me is when you look at their KPIs, what they really measure, um, their same store sales forecasts were, were a lot better than expected. So that was some really good news. And then they 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 didn't bump their top line number for 2023 earnings, but they they raised their lower end of their guidance up some. So that was um, some good news for them. Now, Darden is still trading down this morning, uh, about four tenths of a percent. But I, I think based on what I see in the futures, uh, it's going to be hard to be going up right now. That would be definitely uh, swimming upstream compared to the rest of the futures.
1: Yeah, when well you put out a good report, I, and my delayed quotes kind of indicate where the trend is because my delayed quotes have them just a little bit above the zero mark and still in positive, positive. and you're saying they've actually declined down to almost a half a percent down already. Yeah, exactly. Trend ain't pretty. Any other indications?
0: So we got a couple other uh, companies that reported. Uh, Accenture reported, you know, they're the big worldwide um, consulting firm, uh, they beat estimates on the top and bottom line as well. Um, they even raised their, uh, their their revenue range, or I say just say there was an issue with their revenue range. They did make some changes, but with the midpoint, and they blame the U.S. dollar. Strong dollar hurts them because of the worldwide revenue that they pull in. Uh, but that's got uh, Accenture down about 2% this morning.
1: Oh, good. Well, there's good news at the very least. The dollar's going down after our interest rate hike. so maybe that'll fix their problems. So maybe that'll help, right? <laughs> uh, Some good comes out of this, anyway.
0: A couple more. I think that uh, kind of still a mixed bag. But we had Winnebago reported. Mm-hmm. They're still hot, man. They are still turning it out, making a profit. Um, the revenue was above expectations. Now, obviously, their profit declined from where it was this time last year. Uh, but that's because of inflation and supply chain disruptions they've had. Uh, but uh, Winnebago is actually up right now, two and a quarter percent.
1: That's good to hear.
0: It is. it is? I've got uh, it's still kind of a mixed bag across the board. But the other good news we had was from uh, lost it here Adobe. Adobe Mm. really uh, had a a a lot better than expected um, quarterly report. I think they beat by like twenty four cents a share um, on earnings. Revenue was basically in line though with forecast. Uh, They issued an upbeat current quarter guidance, which you know traders like that, um, and they're getting a nice bump this morning up five and a quarter percent. And let's remember, it's not a cheap stock. It it would open up right now at three hundred forty six dollars a share.
1: Wow. You can make some serious money distributing malware, can't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always been annoyed by Adobe payloading a bunch of freeware junk I don't want in my computer whenever I download something from them. Yeah. Resetting the table. Yeah, I got a couple of things that are coming up later on today that might do it. A bunch of global services PMI numbers. How's the world economy doing? Those are reports that are going to come out at ten. Given what the British retail sales number did midnight to last night. I got a sneaking hunch we aren't necessarily going to like it. Yesterday was uh, pretty close to something I'd have to call a bloodbath, 45 minutes before it opens this morning. Have we uh, tamped down the bleeding just a little bit, Philip?
0: You know, it's not as bad as yesterday, at least not yet, but it's still not going to be a good start to the day. Uh, When we got the Dow down over 1.1%, that's $371. We got the Dow, I mean, the S&P 500, down 1%, that's about $39. And we got the NASDAQ 100 uh, doing the best of all right now, only down a half a percent, which is about $61. So everything's getting squashed this morning, as well as silver uh, down another third of a percent. Gold has managed to creep up a half a percent. It's trying, Dave, to get over 1800 Is it $1,796 an ounce right now. Crude oil taking a tumble again, down two point six percent, seventy-four dollars and twelve cents. And let me just say I saw some two dollars and ninety-three cent a gallon gas this morning come to work on a cash price.
1: Two ninety-three? Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah, I'm due to fill up on Fridays, too. That's good news for a change. A dip actually helps me. Overseas markets, the Asian rim did not respond positively. Japan being more interdependent with us than the other nations, it was down almost 2% of the close this morning. Other mainland Chinese and Hong Kong markets also off, though. European markets are saying, oh, God, not again. They're all down over a percent halfway through their trading day. Want to fill up with gas? Philip can tell you where the gas is cheaper, but he'll also tell you how to be able to secure a retirement plan that you actually have in mind and want to keep? How do I find you to get that?
0: Then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to talk to us about our core retirement design, where we'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. You can also go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to our calendar there. If you want to schedule a little phone call with us, we'll talk about your retirement. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m., and what you tell me, 10.30 this morning on Saturday Day?
1: on Yeah, 10.30 on Saturday morning. we got the Gator Bowl game starting about 11.30.
0: And then 10 o'clock Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 7.30 and streaming on 95.3 FM.
1: And on the air on 95.3 too. And, yeah, we do stream it too, by the way, guys. Pick up the uh, News Talk 7.30 app, and you can even listen to us in Botswana on Saturday mornings as well, right?
0: That's right, man. You don't want to miss it's- it
1: absolutely thank you so much you have a dynamite weekend philip let's cross our fingers for a turnaround today and we'll see you monday all right
0: all right buddy have a great one
1: thank you it's 105.7 light fm and statler financial services philip statler
0: hey folks again i want to thank you for joining us today merry christmas hope you have a happy new year and we'll be in and out over the next week uh but uh looking forward to it if you have any questions any concerns we're here Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis or you can go to our website, statlerfinancial.com and there's a link there to schedule a phone call. So all you have to do is that simple. Look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great weekend.